It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French, donc vraiment bienvenue. Welcome into my show. I'm going to start with a shout out to one of our old producers, Trisha, who came to help launch the show when we were in Chicago. And Trisha also uh, fell in love right before she went to Chicago. She was at the time probably 25, 26 with Patrick from California. And then she left the show to get married, to get married. And guess what? Yesterday we all learned that she is pregnant. So Trisha, congratulations. This is the first. We have a bet. My producer Jill thinks it's a boy. I bet it's a girl. We'll see what happens in nine months. Congratulations. A new life in the world. That's wonderful. Mazel tov, as we say back home. Mazel tov. Uh, back to you. You call the next. Bonjour, Annie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Annie. What's going on? How can I help you? So, um, basically, long story short, I am in a, a managerial position, and mm -hmm. um, I was crushing really hard on a guy that I had met uh, socially, and mm -hmm. I told him that I we were actually looking for somebody with his skills. So I totally was making this up just so I can like so we could go grab a cup of coffee and see if we could hit it up. Like so I was just faking the scenario just to see if mm -hmm. we, you know, had chemistry, which we completely do and we've now um gone out a couple of times all under the guise that I could be potentially hiring him and I don't know if I should tell him um that I, I'm just I've been lying this whole time and faking it. How much do you like the guy? So much. I can't even <laughs> tell you. We have such a good time together. And like the, and our last time that we got together, we we're like, why don't we just go get a drink? And, you know, so it went from coffee to drinks and it's been like three or four times. But so I don't know if he's just going out because he still thinks that I might have a job. I well, it's, it's easy to find time. out. You say... Uh, the company has decided not to uh, to go further with that position, but I'll, I'll be happy to go out for a drink. But do I ever tell him though that I made it up? Like if we start? Well, it's a yes, you will. But it's a proof. It's a proof of how much you like him. It's not going to take it bad. Listen, guys, in that matter, if they like you, they find you charming and want ooh la la and a relationship, they don't care what the beginning was. It's not something like, hey, I was hiding, I was a mom because I didn't want you to know. That's a big problem. But The fact that you made up such a, a kind of a funny situation, it doesn't cost him anything, doesn't cost anybody, it's not bad, and you just stop lying. You just say, listen, by the way, there is no more position, my company has retracted the offer, and, uh, but, uh, you know, let's, if, but if you're up to it, why don't we continue to get to know each other? That's that. Well, yeah, I mean, the last time that we saw each other, he did say that, um, that he's, he's like just about to put in his two weeks with his other job and so then I was like no don't you know just wait until I get the final you know well so, so anyway. just tell him to keep his job there is no position okay 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 we, we, and we I would, okay, and I would only tell him what really happened like a year in later like laughing by the way you know that was going to do a position not a position I put it on I really liked you you know it's the universe but a year from now okay that's awesome okay thank you so much best of luck to you Annie Thank you for calling. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Annie. All right, next, we got to talk about everything we should and shouldn't do to get a date. So, my last caller, Annie, 
she's got some gut. She she she's a manager in in some place, and she was crushing hard. I insist, crushing real hard on a guy, and so she met up a fake position just to get to know him, and then they had a good time. No lala yet, but I told us, you know, you got to take away the position, like offer to get to know the person, but you got to stop the the lie. But the funny part, and you got to have humoristic, I you know, is that. Sometimes in life, you got to say, what the heck? Like Tom Cruise said in a different way in Risky Business. And you got to do things that, in the name of love, if it's a good intention, maybe you're not meant to be. But I'm not talking about lie like about your kids or your husband or wives or partners, like you're cheating. I'm talking about making the situation at first uh, real enough for the person to want to meet you, whatever the reason is. After that, let's stop the lying. Now I have a personal story to share with you next about that. So that's my time to shine. Next. So remember, don't do like me, do better than me about making up stories. So uh, when I was back in, in, in Paris in my early 20s, I was crushing hard too on one or two women in my life back then. And so I remember I made up a, a story I was writing a movie, which I kind of was, and I needed to, uh, I, I met this woman in the street. I needed a phone number because maybe, maybe uh, she could be in the movie, which she had no interest being in it. And when she said, I have no interest being in any movie, uh, I'm an accountant. I said, well, you're a beautiful accountant, so maybe we can talk accounting. We don't have to talk about the movie. And then, so we went to have coffee and then we dated. And she said, it was pretty... It was pretty cheesy, like, what a goofball you are to even mention that. She realized then I was kind of making it up. But we still got out together and had a wonderful relationship out of it. So my advice to you is just don't hurt anybody's feelings and don't cheat on anybody. Outside of this, on the first date, if the universe puts the two of you together, so be it. We're going to respect that. Otherwise, some things will never happen. Call the next. Bonjour, Shelley. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Shelley. What's going on? How can I help you? You know, I really need some help. I'm single. I've been dating around for a while, and I'm struggling. I'm three years sober, and a lot of these men want to go to dates at bars, and they want to drink. And when they see that I don't drink, it kind of turns them off, and I don't get a second date. I don't know what to do. Well, first of all, uh, congrats on being sober for three years. Number one. Thank you so much. It was so hard. Thank you. Uh, I, yes, I have, many, I have many friends of mine in the program, so I understand. Uh, second, uh, as you know, whether other people want to drink or not, it's a lifestyle. In your case, you know, you can. It's easier for you, indeed, to be with somebody that doesn't drink much and doesn't have this lifestyle. So, yeah. I think it's totally fine to say the truth. I think it's totally fine to say I don't drink. I think it's totally fine to expect some people to say, oh, you know, you're not fun. That's fine and fair enough. Uh, what's, what I'm more interested in is, is your well-being, your sobriety, and, and you being staying healthy and at your best. So if you don't get that kind of reaction, if you don't get, oh, that's cool, you know, you don't have to drink, just this is not the right person for you because of uh, the fight you're having every day and, and this, this wonderful three years of sobriety, which is so respectable. I would not jeopardize this for some guys at the bar. So I say you date and you are you, proud of it, 
And um, it's a matter of time until the universe puts you in front of the right guy who will say, you know what, I don't care about the drink, I'm here for you, or I don't need to drink much, or, and then you'll feel at ease. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, I think maybe it's just waiting for the right guy to come along, and I'm just getting discouraged. That's all. Oh, I know. Listen, there is ups and downs in this crazy world of dating. We are all in now. But what I'm really pleased and, and proud about is what you've done. Three years of sobriety is, is extraordinary. And, and uh, so, you know, anyway, be proud. Don't, don't lose faith. And remember, in your case, love life. Aimer la vie. I That's will. the most important. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Simon. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye. Coming up, we're going to go to a Facebook message from Asia about the ooh-la-la. Yes, you heard me. A question about the ooh-la-la from Asia is next. So I got an interesting Instagram DM from Asia at one of radio going, Bonjour, Simon. Can bad ooh-la-la with someone get better or is it pointless to try? We like different things and we're never on the same page. But I like him. Help. What do you think? Can bad ooh-la-la with someone get better or is it pointless to try? It's a great question. I'll answer next. So question for you, what do you think? Can bad ooh-la-la with someone get better or is it pointless to try? Ah. From my experience, a humble experience, is that if it's not good at the beginning, I mean exciting, I don't mean just the first time, but the first couple of times, forget about it. I'm serious. Because we all have a role in the ooh-la-la. And if they don't click the two roles, one way or the other, you're going to be at ease. So if it's not good and you're not excited about the ooh-la-la, I just, I would give up. That's my advice. The ooh-la-la is 50% of the relationship or just become friends. All right? So no good ooh-la-la, no good relationship. Uh, on to the next you calls. Bonjour, Gabi. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gabi. Um, what's going on? How can I help you? My husband and I, when we're ooh-la-laing, he's been falling asleep for the past few weeks, and I don't understand. He's been falling asleep? Yes. At yes. what point during the ooh-la-la? At the very end, after the la-la? Or no, when? It's like it's like in the middle of it. Like, he'll start everything, and everything's going great. And then, right in the middle, I'll realize... He's asleep. Yeah, that seems to be more medical than than emotional. Um, I would because you know the heart has to make a very big effort. So I I would like him to go to, with you to a doctor. I mean, I don't think it's about you the ulala. I think that uh, he runs out of energy and maybe there's something to look at. So I'm no doctor at all, you know. But uh-huh. I just I don't I can't explain the why of that. So. Um, just go see a doctor with him, check, you know, everything, the blood, this cholesterol and everything else and go from there. Okay. If they find nothing in, in medically, then, uh, next time you fall asleep, you have to, uh, wake him up, uh, with a joke. Okay. <laughs> well, it makes me feel better that it's not me. That makes me feel better. A hundred percent. Listen, if the problem would be, if you told me, Simon, there is no beginning or you can't get in the mood if you get my drift then it would be way more about you in that sense, like, you know, what's going on? But the fact that things are going great and then he falls asleep, like I said, 
makes me feel okay. something maybe medically is happening that takes away his energy. Okay. Oh, goodness. Thank you so much, Simon. You are most welcome. So good doctor visit, and you guys go from there, all right? Okay, thank you. Okay, Gabby, you have a good night. You too. Coming up, we're going to go to my voicemail because Christina's boyfriend has ideas about ooh-la-la, and she has an opinion about it. We'll hear that next. So let's listen. Christina left me a voicemail. Bonjour, Simon. This is Christina. I'm having a complete dilemma. I'm with my boyfriend. We've been ooh-la-laing for the last three months in that honeymoon phase, and he definitely wants to try other things. I'm a very traditional girl when it comes to ooh-la-la, and I'm afraid that the intimacy, the drive, the relationship will go down if I don't try these things. I'm just not comfortable. What do I do, Simon? Help me. Uh, yeah, what should you do if you're not comfortable trying new things when it comes to Udala with your partner? Listen to the next segment. I'll tell you what you can do. So, what should you do if, uh, like Christina left me this voicemail, your boyfriend wants to try new ulala things, but you don't. Well, in my book, in relationship, there's a golden rule. Your body, your ulala, your rule, meaning don't do anything you don't want to do, plain and simple. Because if you do anything that you don't feel like doing, you will resent your partner. You will be upset at yourself for saying yes. If you want to experiment, do what you want to do. Everything is open between consulting adults. But don't do it out of guilt. Don't do it to try to keep somebody. Do it because you want to explore. You don't feel like it. It's not the right time. Tell him. If he doesn't like what you have to offer, kiss the derriere au revoir. That's it. And I'm serious. You feel it. Do it. You don't feel it. It creeps you out or freaks you out. Don't ever do it. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Veronica. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Veronica. So, Veronica, I know you have a romantic story to share, and I am all ears. Oh, yes, yes. My honey and I, we was out of town in a Caribbean island and spent a lot of time together. And from, like, sunrise to sunset, we're watching it, you know, the sun come up, as well as the sunset. Mm-hmm. So we are really connecting, uh, enjoying our dinner, and sometimes we didn't ever leave the room. It was ooh-la-la. Mm. Ooh, those were some romantic days, and I really, really had the best romantic, romantically um, relationship with my guy. Does it even get better than that? I don't know, uh, but about that night, just uh, one question. What was the the moment that made you feel the most loved? The caressment, the treatment, the attention, affection, the love, the ooh-la-la. Ooh, the ooh-la-la, yes. A lot of ooh-la-la. I like that. Well, listen, thank you so much for that wonderful story, Veronica, and you have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Hey, if you want to wait to have ooh-la-la until you get married, should you tell potential partners on the first date? We'll talk about that next. If you want to wait to have ooh-la-la until you get married, 
Should you tell potential partners on the first date? <laughs> Good question, right? It's a question that comes from a phone call I had, I remember. Uh, 78% said, yes, you should tell on the first date, and 22% of you voted no. And I've said absolutely on the first date. You want to know why, if you like the person? Because this is something that most men, many, many men, are expecting to, to happen organically in the first three to four dates. That's how it goes. But it is absolutely right to not want that, just be honest. Honesty. You want honesty from other people? Give the same honesty. And that's my last advice for tonight. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.